All right. I think I think we finally got this going. Thank God. Yes. Thank God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good morning, Alec. Thank you for, for joining me for the, you know, well, I know people don't notice, but we, we've been setting this up for like the past 30 minutes just to get this. Yeah. This um, Sorry. This is like one of my first podcasts. So. Oh man. And, and you would think by the way I was setting up, it was one of my first too, but um, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Um, I, I was, I was just for everybody who's watching this on, on the YouTube or watching this on Spotify. Um, you can see how big Alex arms are. Holy crap, bro. Like I, I cannot stop staring at those things. Holy shit. Oh, wow. I do got big arms, I guess. Yeah, well, oh, you, you just Rick found them. Oh, wow. Where did they go? Where did they come from? They just get, <laughs> you're, uh, you're getting ready for the Tampa Fit Fest right now. It's a couple of weeks away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how's your uh, How's your prep treating you, man? Going into that, it's going really good, man. I've been uh, just keeping the food in. I've been staying full and bigger, and uh, I just have to tighten up right here a little bit, and I'm I'm good to go. But I'm I'm heavier than the last show that I competed at, uh, Florida State Natural. I was 180 and now I'm like 185 and uh, I'm, I'm keeping relatively the same conditioning and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling healthy. So that's all that matters. And I'm, I'm, I'm back on the diet cause I was eating pretty much whatever I wanted. Um, but I was still controlling my portions. Um, but right now I'm back on the diet and just tightening everything up two weeks out. So everything's good. Right. Right. You, uh, you also indulged in a, in a couple of snacks there recently, right? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Uh, what did you? I Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A, and uh, what's it called? Um, Burger Stop. It's really good. I don't know. They they have it in Florida. It's really good. Okay. Um, they have like peanut butter and jelly burgers there. It's insane. Yeah, it's it sounds disgusting, but if you're a sweet and savory guy, you'll love it. You'll love yeah. it for sure. Well, I am, but I, I I'm interested. A, a peanut <laughs> butter and jelly burger. I, I yeah, it's hard to imagine. Right. Well, you know what's crazy? I um I couldn't imagine uh, fries with shakes, and now that's like one of my favorite things to do is to get like a vanilla something like especially from like mcdonald's where i can get one of those fries dip it in there it is or chick-fil-a chick-fil-a oh what well what do you, you know uh, what i'm talking about well what do you get from yeah. chick-fil-a now now i'm curious Dude, the, i always get myself yeah fries. the vanilla milkshake they have with the fries um and uh i'll have two uh chicken sandwiches and a large fry but that's like once in a while once yeah. in a while do you, uh, do you put any yeah. Chick-fil-A sauce on there? Oh, what's your, what's your Chick-fil-A condiment of choice? Oh, I put like everything, everything <laughs> on there, like ranch. Yeah. Polynesian uh, Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. I can't decide because they're all really good. They taste great. Honey, honey mustard. What else? I put barbecue on there too. No, no, no. I'm not going to go that far. No, I don't play barbecue. The, the barbecue is where you draw the line, huh? <laughs> that's that's where yeah. it's too far. <laughs> only for the fries. Only for yeah. the oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah, so, so you talk about like you dip like the waffle fries and like the vanilla shakes and things like that? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I tried it with the chocolate milkshake, it's not that good. No. Vanilla's yeah, way to go. Interesting. That's how that's also really interesting how vanilla, yeah, I can imagine because I can't imagine it with chocolate with chocolate ice cream on the same token. I couldn't imagine it with vanilla ice cream and here I am. So um, I guess, Hey, you know what? I think I got to try it for science now, Alec. We got, I got to try it. Um, you know what? This kind of leads me to a, like a really, really interesting scenario. So like for me, um, anytime I get into a cut and have like one of those refeed days, get one of those cheat meal days. Um, I always get a lot of flack because people don't understand. You kind of need those things sometimes. Like if you're not competing and all of a sudden you see someone, such as like yourself eating a whole bunch of Chick-fil-A to be like, wait, how do you look like that while eating Chick-fil-A? I mean, 
do you kind of get yeah. that response sometimes when you kind of eat like that or, or like how is that for you when you go into that like situation yeah like for me like since i've packed on so much muscle i could just get away with it like i can eat <laughs> like every every saturday you know i can have a, a cheat meal and you know uh it'll, it'll go straight to the to the muscle that i trained that day you know <laughs> straight to the biceps, you know, if I train biceps that day, but I would typically do it like on a, on a leg day, you know, like a bigger muscle group where I can accommodate more calories. And I know that, uh, and, and also I'll take like a 10 minute walk right after I eat that meal. So it's a tip right there for you. If you want to make sure all the, the food goes to the right places, not to the, you know, you'll have some, you know, temporary bloat, but it'll, it'll go away, you know? Wait, so next morning you'll wake up shredded and tight so so wait you said that if you eat something like that take a 10 minute walk and then that'll go to your muscles is that what you said it's gonna be it's gonna help with the digestion yeah it's oh. gonna help with the glycogen breakdown you know just so you make sure everything's going you know moving not just sitting in one place yeah all right all right that'll uh that makes me feel better because yeah. i always take my evening walks and and i guess now i'm just gonna do it for digestion too that's uh that yeah on. just a really slow walk that's it because if you start jogging diarrhea diarrhea <laughs> diarrhea will be coming <laughs> so be careful oh, don't have too much fun do you remember the <laughs> do you remember those like old diarrhea things like when you're uh when you're sitting in a seat and you feel a little heat diarrhea <laughs> i feel like he just did one of those things or or is that do you know what i'm talking about at all alec no no not really what about sitting on the toilet <laughs> no my god no 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 it's just like it's just these old um you know as kids when you make anything rhyme and all of a sudden yeah thing we used to do that about like yeah diarrhea just everything anything that would rhyme together like um i don't know that's hilarious but uh anyways yeah the talking about that. <laughs> um well you know what's interesting is that you're 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 um talking about some of these things of digestion talk about things with like healthier eating um and how old how old are you alec i'm 22 right now 22 wow um i turned uh january 26 22 Damn, like, dude, and you have, uh, all right, so I get asked, especially as, like, a natural athlete and everything, like, when did you, when did you start working out? Like, when did you, because it seems, because, you know, if you're to look at your frame, if you look at the muscle that you developed, it's hard for me to even believe that you're 22 and I'm here with you and I know you, um, but so, I, yeah, can you, can you kind of go into that? Like, when did you start lifting weights? When did you start working out? What got you into it? Like, let's kind of just take them from there and um, I guess see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I started working out like at 11. I found like a few pair of dumbbells in my dad's like uh, closet. And I just, I just, I was, in, I was playing soccer and I never was really into soccer. I was a pretty good defense player. And sometimes I was playing offense. I play, I, I scored a lot of goals. Uh, but I, I never was really, uh, really into it. And I was a big, like, food junkie as well. And McDonald's eater <laughs> at around, like, 11 years old, 11 to 12 years old. Uh, but then uh, I was not happy with how I looked, how I felt. Like, and it's like, it's kind of crazy to think that at 11 years old, I'm thinking about you know, like my body and everything like, oh, I don't like how I look like and, and feel like I had like body dysmorphia or something. I felt like I was diagnosed with that. And like, um, I just started lifting weights in my room and I felt the pump. It was really nice. I took some pictures. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I just, I just kept working out and I wanted to go to a gym, but I had to be 16 years old, or I think I had to go with a parent to work out at the gym. So I just worked out uh, arms most of the time. Uh, I was working out, you know, I was doing calisthenics uh, in, the, in the first place. You know, that's where, you know, you start at home with calisthenics, some dumbbells. And then at 16, I, I went to a gym near my school, Stoneman, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas 
I was walking every day to LA Fitness. It was like a 10 minute walk. And I was going there uh, almost every single day at 16. I was just so happy I could go to the gym. And that's all I cared about, literally. Like I was missing out on the, the partying, the girls, everything. Um, and I was also like anti-social kind of guy because the gym just got too much into my head. Like I was a real meathead. I was, I was more of a power builder back then. But now I'm I'm a bodybuilder and I and I and yeah powerlifting is is not my thing anymore. Like I just I like that I can bodybuild and I could still I could still do powerlifting movements, but for for bodybuilding purposes, I could still lift really really heavy as a bodybuilder because I built the muscle. You know I I I you know I gradually got there and you know I went through a lot of a lot of vicious cycles like I had a caffeine addiction and everything from like 16 to 21 uh I was drinking every few days it was pretty bad but I didn't notice muscle much muscle growth until I was like 18 years old I I was working out more uh, I was doing more bodybuilding um but at 21 years old um, I lost most of my muscle because I was diagnosed with like PVC with like a heart condition because I've, I just ate too much food and I, I abused myself with caffeine. So I, I must've damaged my heart, you know, and with creatine and trying all these other things, Yohimbine and, uh, Trivalis Terrace, these natural testosterone boosters, you know, which aren't, which don't, you know, it naturally enhances you. But it's not, you know, a steroid or anything like that. But that basically just rose my blood pressure too high. It was too much stress on my heart. So um, I, I, was a, I was a mess. You know, I was a, a ticking time bomb. And fortunately, my dad, you know, he went through a similar situation with his heart. He drank Red Bull and he felt like he almost, ha he almost had a heart attack. And he... He, he went to doctors and everything, and the doctors uh, didn't really help him. He, they actually gave him, uh, they actually made it worse for him because they recommended him potassium pills, which like, you know, it, it increases energy production in your heart. Like it raises your heart rate like faster. Too much potassium is not oh, good. Wow. And I don't know why the doctors did that for him. So he didn't trust the doctors. So so he just started doing his own research and found like natural herbs, like natural uh, healing elixirs that you can do like a bypass on your heart. You can heal your own heart without going to the, the doctor for them to, you know, open you up and operate you, you know, and have your, it's a risk. You might, you know, get part of your body paralyzed. So if you, you should, uh, it's, you should, you know, go to nature and see what that can do for you. Listening to good music, doing your exercise, just getting back on your feet. So that's what I was trying to do uh, when I turned, uh, before, I, before I turned 21. It actually, it was at 20 years old where I, I had this heart problem. But um, for a few months, I couldn't work out, unfortunately. I was very, I was very depressed, anxious, I had, a lot of anxiety. I had panic attacks. Like when I went to the gym, back to the gym, I just, my heart was just out of whack. You know, I had AFib basically. And, uh, I had heart palpitations for like a year and a few months. And now it went away. Like I prayed to God and everything. And, and I found, I found God through, through this TV show called, uh, I think Jesus on angel studios. It's a new Jesus show. It's a nonprofit uh, made uh, TV show and it's amazing. And I found Jesus and I, I, he, he saved me. Jesus saved me. He, he just cleansed my heart, my mind and everything. I, you know, just, just applying, you know, the 10 commandments in the Bible and everything really just helped like get my, myself together, my health, mm. my mindset, my perspective on life. And it's amazing to that I have like a relationship with God, um, and He He softened my heart. Like my heart is no longer hardened. I forgave people, you know, and 
I pray for people, you know, I pray for good health and everything. And like, it, it really changes your physiology, your, your physical self. Um, and it's, it's amazing what it's, what it's done for me. And now I'm 22. Um, and you know, I don't have these heart palpitations anymore. Like in February, like it went away. I still had some panic attacks in the gym, but now it's all gone. And um, I managed to to compete still with these heart palpitations last year, the whole year. I was competing at a few shows like Florida State Natural, Treasure, uh, Treasure Coast. I, I got three pro cards without a coach. Um, and this was before I had God in my life. Like I didn't have faith or anything. I, I always believed in God. But if you don't know who God is, you really don't have faith. Um, and it was amazing that, uh, I was able to get three pro cards, still having these heart palpitations. I wasn't able to push it to hundred percent in the gym because I always had, you know, that, uh, but I'm so grateful. I was able to pull through and do that. And now, uh, I'm even more blessed. I can push it to almost hundred percent in the gym now. Um, oh, so and you're still, you're sometimes I, hundred percent then, uh, I think, I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm there now. I think I'm actually at a hundred percent now. I'm, I'm pushing it a hundred percent. Now I track my heart rate sometimes just so I, you know, I'm not in the, in the, you know, dangerous zone, danger zone. Uh, danger zone. But yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I, I've been, and, and I've gained a lot of muscle now. Like I've like, I, I pretty much all my muscle memory came back and now I've right. built even more muscle on top of it. So I'm really grateful that I'm, I'm here and I'm able to do this and that I have my parents to support me. So yeah. if you are going through something, never give up, just keep on, keep on doing the next thing. Just keep looking forward. Don't look at the past, let it go. You know, man, that's, um, so real real quick, I, I just want to recap on 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 the big event. So you started working around working out around eleven or so. You you wanted to play soccer. I felt like that's a, I feel like that's a, the story of Arnold, right? He he was playing soccer, lifting weights to to get ready. But then yeah, you, you at a really early age had you were, were self conscious about your body, and then but then you couldn't go yeah. to the gym until you're sixteen, and then. 16, you started working out. You said you described yourself as a meathead per se. And it just yeah. kind of kept on, it kind of just kept packing on from 18. And then from 18, you, you said, all right, so how do you, how do you know? Because I feel like a lot of people talk about a caffeine addiction and bodybuilding, right? Like, cause I mean, I'm not any different dude. Like I wake up and my instinct is to pop in some pre-workout and, and get ready to the gym <laughs> as, you're, as you're drinking some coffee right here. Um, how did you, how, how do you know if you have a caffeine addiction? Like for you, what drove you to say that you had a caffeine addiction? It was almost like a, like every other uh, type of thing every other day. And I was always like obsessed about my caffeine drinks. I was always taking a picture and posting it on my story. Like, ah, like look at me with my caffeine bottle. I'm, I'm ready to kill it at the gym. And I just thought I was in invincible. Like I, I can do anything and I'm Hulk, <laughs> I'm Superman. And you know, um, that like this body, it, it can't, it can't be damaged. You know, like I'm, I'm bulletproof but I wasn't, I, I kept drinking every day blindly. And, uh, at the gym, I just didn't notice my heart rate. I never was focusing on my breathing or anything like that. And like, I know the entire time my heart was beating fast, you know, cause the caffeine, like I was feeling it sometimes, but I never closely observed and looked like, what is this caffeine actually doing to my, my heart? Like I'm drinking 200 milligrams of caffeine, sometimes 300, and once in a blue moon, 400 milligrams. And it was just, it's too much. Like at that age, why drink that? If you know, you're so young, you know, and you have a lot of, you get a lot of energy from your food. If you eat a suffice amount, 
you know, why drink the caffeine if, if you, it's better to have coffee, you know, like, or green tea, those, those caffeine sources are healthier than, um, like energy drink. It's okay to drink in moderation, you know, like I would say anything over 150, uh, like people build tolerance, caffeine tolerance, and I built caffeine tolerance. So I got comfortable with higher amounts, but still, it was still doing damage to me because I was drinking almost every other day, every two days. You were just drinking like a energy drink every other two days or what, what do you mean by like drinking it? Like, yeah, like the caffeine drinks, like ghost energy or whatever G fuel. I never drink G fuel, but that's an example. And like also the caffeine powders as well. The pre-workout powders. I was having a lot of that. Yeah. Well, well, it was bad addiction. I gotta be, I gotta be really honest with you. It doesn't sound like you're consuming anything more than an average bodybuilder. So I'm like, I'm, I'm curious as to, well, I don't know. I don't know if that's, I like it. Like I said, and that's what I wonder. I, um, because I've been seeing that a lot lately where people on social media will joke (laughs) about having a caffeine addiction. But I mean, I, I definitely have, in the last year kind of taken in my, con- my caffeine content or content um, consumption and then been like, you know, maybe I can dial this down. Like, you know, you don't have to have that. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty interesting that you kind of had that realization already. And then I, I wanted to highlight one thing really quickly because um, it seemed like over the last few years, what, what, what sounded to me is that you got more devout in your faith and that kind of helped your soul and you internally that then is kind of projected out outwardly. Um, yeah. What, what were you, what would you say um, if you were to kind of look at the Alec before you had this awakening from, from what you said about two years ago, um, can you talk about like what it was for you? Like your mindset, was it like a, like a self-talk? Like, what was it? Do you think that like, kind of led to you to needing that aha breakthrough kind of a moment yeah i just felt like i just i felt like life like i just i i don't know i just didn't feel i felt lost like i was missing a piece inside of me and i i just kept on you know just working out just like this is it this is all i'm going to do for the rest of my life and also with personal training, like I always wanted to do that, but I kept on delaying it, delaying it, delaying it. Cause like my ego was in the way, like, Oh, I want to, you know, do whatever I want. You know, I I'm, I'm a spoiled, like, I just, I think my parents, they did spoil me quite a bit. Um, so I was able to do whatever, like I wanted with myself at the gym and stuff. And like, yeah, the gym just took over my life. And my heart was like really hardened. Like I definitely had some ego uh, back then. And I didn't, I didn't like that. Like it was just very toxic. And I was still like a nice kind person. Cause it, I always had that in my heart, but I just, I just felt um, like this is, I just couldn't take it anymore. Like I, I had the health scare. So that's what led to my breakthrough. Like, I was like at the lowest point of my life because of that health scare. Like I couldn't do what I love. I, I love doing working out and everything and all that was gone. You know, I lost like my muscle after a few months, a lot of atrophy. Um, and then that lead, led me to my breakthrough, but it took a while. It took a, a whole year um, until I turned 22. When I turned 22, then I, I, you know, I found Jesus, my sister was like, Hey, like, like, uh, I'm watching this Jesus, uh, TV show on angel studios. And, and it took me a while to like, like to, to check it out. Like, cause I, I'm just so into myself, my selfish desires, my flesh all about me, you know? And, um, then slowly I just, I just felt, you know, the need to, to watch, check out who this Jesus is. And he helped me get a breakthrough, you know, knowing who God is, you know, and, uh, I, he, he 
allowed me to, he taught me just like, like, you, you know, you have to have a forgiven heart. You have to humble down. You have to take it easy uh, and, and care about your health. And, it, and it's not all about, you know, your ego. It's not all about you, you know. Uh, we're really small in this, in this earth, you know. We're, I'm an ant, you know. and <laughs> We're all ants. So we're all fragile. And that's, that's what led me to my breakthrough. Like, I just, I just, I couldn't take it anymore. I just, I just couldn't. And I still, like, I'm still working out. I'm doing what I love. Um, and I'm still working on it. I'm still working on my routine and, like, personal training as well. I'm going to work with uh, my business partner um, with his personal training business. Uh, hopefully, in a few weeks, I'll be able to train people. I have my ISA, ISSA uh, cert certification um, so I can train people. And I, I just want to do that. I want to train people. Um, it's, it's been so long. I want to coach people for bodybuilding competitions as well. So um, I'm glad I was able to prove to myself, though, that I could, you know, compete and uh, win competitions on my own without a coach. I always had like a, a like a very competitive mindset with mm -hmm. Like that, oh, I can do this uh, with bodybuilding, with my, with what I'm good at, whatever I'm good at, I always was, I'm a, I always was competitive at it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need to rely on a personal trainer or anything like that. And I definitely do, um, you know, I do regret that because if I had a personal trainer, then uh, maybe I wouldn't have gone through that health scare. Maybe the personal trainer would warn me, you know, about not overtraining about you know eating healthy and caffeine maybe this personal trainer would would help me a lot um but anyway I'll, that's kind of off topic well um, no i mean but that's you know but that what what it seemed like you learned from that health scare though might be more beneficial to you than had you not gone through that to begin with you know and that's what it sounds like you exactly yeah experienced a lot of gratitude and resilience from that moment and um because the perspective that you yeah. just kind of had, like the aha, holy crap, check my ego moment, like that doesn't yeah. happen for young men at age 20, 21. So the fact that you kind of at 22 can can see that and hear that and 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 make a difference in lieu of it uh, says a lot about you, man. And um, I, I mean. I, I speak on, on behalf of a, a lot of men that I know a lot of those egotistical things mm -hmm. that we kind of face, like yeah. crap it, for us kind of, it, it doesn't happen until well later on. And um, usually it happens with a little bit more of a price to pay than a caffeine um, addiction. Right. I'm not trying to <laughs> knock on your health, but it just, usually it's a yeah. circumstance of life events. Um, but the fact that yeah. yours is, is kind of like, that, that's pretty amazing. Um, and now that, yeah, because, because that, that's, I feel honestly, regardless of how much, how much weights you lift, regardless of what you look like in the mirror, regardless of what kind of food you're consuming, if, if the mental and emotional health aspect isn't on par, then it almost all goes to waste, you know? And it does. Um, be, because, you know, like the, like the body dysmorphia thing in our, in our, and so Body dysmorphia, right? Like in, in the regular population is about 10 to 15% of the population. Um, in bodybuilding, it's around 53% of the body dysmorphia issues. And, you know, it's, and it's always, I always bring that up to people who think, especially in today's day and age with social media, thinking that you have to have a perfect physique to be happy or to be confident. But then it's like, you know, you present that, that, that stat, like, well, professional bodybuilding, 53% body dysmorphia. And it's like, wait, why? I don't get it. I don't get it. Cause it's like, yes, the physique, you kind of, you know, it does definitely make you feel a little bit more confident, but if you rely your entire validation on what you look like to other people or what you think you should be looking like in the mirror, it just destroys you because it, it's. <laughs> not about that you know and 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 that's why it's like really interesting on 
um, you know, the more that we kind of advance, the more we kind of start learning about ourselves. It's not really sometimes about the objective result, but rather like the subjective mindset that goes into everything else, you know? Um, yeah. It's all about the, the heart, not the appearance, like it says yeah. in the in the Bible. Yeah, so that's what matters the most, you know, is about where's your, your mind and heart and soul at, you know? I think, like you said, you said a very, a very good thing about that, you know, it, it's not worth it if you're just doing it, you know, for your physical look and, and you completely ignore your health, your mental state and your you know your feelings and everything like that like just living in a, inside a box like uh like jay color said just he he was living inside of a box eating his meals and that's it you know um yeah that's not life it's not right, right. Yeah. yeah yeah you gotta you definitely gotta find your your life balance with that because otherwise because because i mean hell it's uh if for any athlete that's ever gone through a prep, you know what it's like sometimes to isolate yourself because, you know, so many things in today's society, especially from a, a social aspect, are predicated towards not as good habits. I'm, I don't want to say bad habits, but not as good. You know, like everything is alcohol driven. Yeah. It seems like everywhere you got to smoke this, every food is processed. And since the majority of the people are into that lifestyle right over 70 percent of the population is either fat or obese you know in order for us to create an exception like a physique to get up on stage you kind of have to create an exception with your lifestyle and that does sometimes um, require isolation requires you to not be part of the norm and i feel like that in of itself yeah. presents an opportunity to work on ourselves mentally and emotionally because it's like i don't That's have true. any friends around me i don't want to whatever but it's like you know you can you can be by yourself. It's okay. Like, yeah, you find yourself. To be yes. Like that. Yeah. So yeah. What, what's, what's God designed like? us that way. God, all right, we'll go into that. I'm curious. Cause it seems like you got really excited about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he, you know, you know, he, he created, you know, Adam and, and Eve and it's like the true purpose, you know, is, is for us to be content with, with ourselves, you know, happy, like, like, you know, like, yeah, we're here to, you know, reproduce and everything. Um, but not everyone, you know, um, is gonna want to, you know, reproduce and stuff like that, you know, and have children. But I think it's just being content with yourself, happy, and and just, you know, with what you have, be grateful for it. And I think that's a, a good mindset, you know, and not always be like, oh, never satisfied. Like, yeah, of course, we have goals, you know, um, that we have to work on. Uh, but just, you know, be content regardless, like keep working, but be, be happy, like with what you have and what you've achieved so far and don't flex it off too much, you know, <laughs> don't, yeah. don't flex yeah. it off too much. Sorry. I can't, can't. <laughs> yeah. I, I love, uh, I love all the puns that we make as bodybuilders. Sometimes they're just like, yeah, don't flex yeah. it off. Yeah. Don't, don't, but, but, you know, but you see this flex. Um, but anyways, um, <laughs> So, you know, well, what, what's interesting is, is, you know, for, for me, like, especially when I met you, man, like, uh, I got to definitely say that when I completely just being, I don't know, I don't want to say egotistical, but stereotypical or projecting, like, I was like, wow, you look like <laughs> you described as a meathead. But then when I got to know you and actually be around you, it's been like, dude, you have a very pure heart, very pure intention. Um, I hope you get a chance to listen to the podcast that I have with Teddy. Uh, because, because we talked about, I, I told Teddy that you're one of the few people where when I'm around, I feel bad about cussing because of how pure your soul is. And uh, how, how about Jesus. That's funny. Uh, but, hey, uh, that's a sign, man. You, you feel, feel something in your heart. It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess it's more for everybody that gets, that's listening on this. It's like, yeah. Alec really is a very pure soul. And, um, when I was around you, I felt that pure intention. I felt that pure energy. And, and it's just uh, interesting sometimes where you could just be around people and you kind of just have a feeling of who they are energetically and who they are spiritually, yeah. spir spiritually, spiritually, so I can't yeah. spiritually. Am spiritually. I spiritually. Yeah. Why does that sound so weird to me? Spiritually, right? spiritually, spiritually, spiritually. spiritually. <laughs> I, I, I spiritual realm. Spiritual. I don't know, but sorry. I was just, I said that regular word. 
Um, but but for yeah, you, like living in the spirit. Yeah, no, you you it's definitely great. do that. Is that for you when you compete? Um, because I feel like everybody competes for all different reasons. You know, um, for you. Yeah. What what's what's it like for you to compete? Is it like spiritual? Is it like the whole nine yards? Like, what is it for you when you get ready for a competition? You get up on stage. What what drives you internally, mentally, emotionally? Like, what's that like for you? Yeah, like I, I I'm passionate about what I do, and I'm really grateful that you know God has you know blessed me that I can, you know, do this. It's a privilege, you know, to be on that stage. And uh, what drives me is that, you know, I could inspire people to, you know, have healthier habits in their lives and to live a, you know, healthy lifestyle and to glorify God, you know, like what he's done for us. Like, I just want to be, I want to be like God. Like, like, I want to be like, I want to have a character like Jesus, like just being a good person and just always setting new goals and not being too not being ambitious not being too ambitious but um just being in uh god's image i just want to live like like a child of god you know i that's that like i want to live i'm still working on it like i want to be more like spiritual too when i do step on stage like, I want to, like, I think about, like, the last few shows, I think about, like, God, and I pray to him before I step on stage, and uh, it just, it's a beautiful thing, like, what it does to you, uh, to your perspective, and your experience, too, like, your experience is, you know, completely different, and, uh, like, you just realize what really matters, and, yeah, God drives me, because he gave me an opportunity, he gave me a second chance to live, and I want people in this world to, you know, be healthy and to be happy and to not take their their health for granted or like opportunities uh, for granted. Yeah, yeah. I um, I always, I'm always intrigued to hear people's stories for what makes them submit to. You know, we talked about this, like submit to like a higher power, a higher authority, a higher calling per se. And then it kind of, it's interesting on, at least in my experience of what I've seen is where you, you, you're on this path and a lot of people don't understand why they're on this path. They experience something that makes them kind of realize that the path that they're on, it's not that it's the wrong path, but rather the wrong intention, the wrong mindset towards it. And then all of a sudden yeah, once you get true. that experience, you get that feeling, that calling then you kind of bring it down to what you're doing and then you just kind of reapply what you were already doing, except you're doing it with way more intention with way more conviction. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it, it sounds like that's what you've that. kind of done with what you, with bodybuilding and exactly. calling per se. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Following my calling. Yeah. And just that's, that's whatever you said, it's perfect. <laughs> I don't know what to say else. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's well because you know I I feel like a lot of people learn things as a reflection of themselves, you know, and you know for me especially what what got me into podcasting, what really got me into wanting to do this. There's someone in the background there with the microwave. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. Um, no, but like you know, so for me, just kind of experiencing my own breakthroughs, my own calling, and then being in the space now, I've met so many bodybuilders and so many everything where you would think it's just about lifting weights. You would think it was just about this and the other, but so many people have had this experience of experience. <laughs> what is that in the background? I, I can't. <laughs> uh, mom, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, sh uh. Oh, it's a podcast. You can no, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> We're recording right now. It's live. I said hi. This is great. <laughs> Alan says hi. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? What are you guys talking can about? You, uh, <laughs> uh, just <laughs> life and bodybuilding and spirituality and yeah. yeah. 
Yes, it is. Okay, I guess she's going to take over this uh, podcast for me. (laughs) No. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. Thank you. Bye. Oh, that's that's staying on there, Alec. I gotta let you know that one's staying on the air. Okay, it's good. <laughs> We're keeping it uh you know, raw here. No, no, of course. You gotta. I mean that's that's the whole thing about yeah. a podcast though, you know. There's so many um like a podcast is supposed to provide a platform for people to just be organically their true selves and um yes. I, you know, there's nothing more I more I don't wanna say despise. Um, but in a world where we're already kind of living off of what projection we can make and what impression we can make, and nothing more makes me cringe yeah. than hearing a podcast yeah. that sounds like a newscast interview, like in everything scripted. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's cringe. Yeah. No. It's um. It's fake. Speak, yeah. It is. It is. Well, speaking about fake, cringe, yeah. and things like that, you, I've seen that you recently not. Or yeah, you kind of recently started your your vlog on on YouTube and started creating. Um, content for that like how's that how's that been like and and can you kind of go into i guess what the goal of of that channel is yeah like i i was just vlogging um you know every competition i was doing i was vlogging my journey to it um sometimes uh i didn't i didn't like how it came out so i didn't you know upload the video at all but i'm just being myself on there and just having a fun, good time and just uh, sometimes giving, you know, some tips like, you know, what I do to like be a bodybuilder, to be a better bodybuilder and to, to just, you know, live, uh, live life good and to just have good energy, you know, bring a good vibe to, to people, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Because especially because yeah. it's, I know a lot of things that you promote are, are there with for the right intention. Like you actually do want to bring about inspiration. You actually do want to provide a message and have it connect. Whereas I see like a lot of other people do things again for the sake of impression, for the sake of having something scripted, yeah. to make something go viral. Wow. Yeah. 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 And, and it's, um, it's interesting. It, it just, I guess it's just all interesting to me because it because China drives the point that we're all here for different reasons. We all have different intentions and like, I, I don't know. It, it's, and, and also I, th- I think it's kind of scary sometimes because some of these videos or some of these channels that promote better health habits, at least they say they do, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, they'll promote PEDs. They'll be promoting something else like this. And, yeah, that you yeah. need to be on something or have this extracurricular something to be a better version of yourself. Um, like like anything that really promotes you having to do it something external to validate yourself internally. I kind of question. Um, it's yeah, boring. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. No. I feel like it's it, it doesn't serve like a good purpose. Like it, it's I don't think there's. I don't think it's like the meaning meaningness of it. it. I don't think it's as meaningful. Like, I feel like you're filling a void. You're trying to fill something Ooh. that just, you're doing it for the wrong, you know, intentions, you know, and right. like, you're just doing it for yourself, for you. And, um, it's, yeah, I, I just don't, I, I, I don't like, I don't like people that are just doing it for the, for the ego, for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And, People, they, they don't put much thought into it when they, you know, get into, into like, you know, steroids or like, like getting some kind of job. Like people, uh, they like to rush the process. They like to rush things. And then that's where the, the issues come in, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, that instant gratification mindset that a lot of us have and, a lot of us promote it. It's a scary thing, you know? And, you know, I, I, yeah, said it, it I, I said it over and over again, man. Like 
if I were a teenager now. No, right I'm now. not done. <laughs> no, shh, shh. Come on, I'm I'm talking to him. <laughs> no, but I'll say it's like like you know, for like if I were a teenager. Huh? Please respect. Be respectful. <laughs> what is that? Uh, she's not listening to me. I don't know what's going on. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Um, what what is that? Wait, wait. I, do I hear what is uh? What's your what's your background? Like, I hear an accent from your mom. Oh yeah, we're we're Polish. Like our background is Poland, okay. in Europe. All right. And I was born and raised in Florida, so yeah, yeah I, I have. I have a little bit of an accent sometimes. No, I was saying I'm glad you, you established the Poland was in Europe, not Poland, uh, Arizona. You know what I mean? So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, that's that's Polish. Yeah. Polish. Interesting. That's a really interesting. So, how far how far does your lineage come back to being in in the states? Uh, we're the first family in uh, Florida in U.S. Uh, my whole family is in Poland. Yeah. So wow. that's it. We're, well, we're all alone. What, uh, what brought about the move? <laughs> if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, I think, uh, my parents just wanted, uh, just the American dream. They, they, there was communism, you know, in Poland mm. at the time and they wanted to leave. They, they, the government wasn't that good and that's what they felt, you know, and, and here we are. That's uh, that's nuts. That's nuts. I, I yeah. still I always love um, hearing people's backgrounds of yeah people traveling or anything like that. So so don't mind. Um, anyways, uh, we were talking about um, we were talking about the the mental health, the mindset. Where were we at? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. Anyways, well, yeah. Let's let's actually let's talk about the upcoming shows and things like that. So you're you're getting ready for the Tampa Fit Fest, and then. You, what other shows are you going to be doing after this next one? I'm actually going to do the Yorin Cup, uh, um, Yorin Pro Cup. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to just give it a shot <laughs> and and see what I can do. You know, I'll bring a bigger, fuller package, and I think it's going to be a great opportunity to just see where I stand between all these guys, you know, that have been in the game for a while, and I'm just getting started, like. I started competing at 18 years old. Now I'm 22. So, uh, yeah, I just want to see uh, what I can do and just uh, I'm doing all for God. You know, like I just I just want to carry his presence. I want to shine the light on people, you know, with what I'm doing. I just want to be a good person on that stage. And I can't wait to to just meet other athletes and just have a good experience all together. Yeah. Are there, um, are there any athletes that come to mind that you're looking forward to competing against? Or are there any ones that, um, that you're like, Holy shit, I gotta, I gotta like bring a better yeah. package because I'm keeping like, who are, who are some of those athletes for you? <laughs> Carolina muscle, man. Yeah. That guy's a tank. Like his back is, is packed, man. His, his legs, everything about his physique is complete. Like he's pretty much, maxed out you know like he's matured his own his whole frame is he's there you know and i, I just want to see like what i can do at 22 and i just want to see where i stand up with the older guys you know like hmm like if i'm top three that's awesome like i'll be really happy with that or imagine being second place that that's crazy so i want to see what i can do what kind of illusion i can create with my with my shape with my lines you know, like I'm not the biggest guy. I'm like 185 pounds. So if I'm against 200 pounds, I want to see, like, I can make myself look like I'm 200. I just have to have a good tan, a good, good, you know, body butter on me or some kind of, you know, sp spray. I actually have um, our own business, uh, Bold Body Building. Okay. Uh, my mom makes body butters. So you, it works well on the spray tan. You blend it in and you get like a nice glow. Um, and it's not a non-drip formula as well. So uh, I could actually show you a little bit of it. I just gonna <laughs> put it on my, right. my body right here. 
but yeah, it gives you a nice glow, you know, to the skin. So, uh, boldbodybuilding.com. If you want, you can check it out <laughs> and yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna help you. It's gonna help you win. It's gonna give you an advantage because most, there's people that, uh, you know, they get the, a night, they get a spray on them. And then by the time they're on stage, it, it phases out and they don't have that pop to their muscle, but this stays on for a while. And, uh, I just think everything, uh, just adds up, you know, everything you have to calculate everything, you know, if you want to, if you want to win, you have to do everything. Uh, you have to consider every variable and, and weigh it out. So yeah, I um, I remember w watching the you know being at the Florida Pro and then seeing everybody, all the pros get ready. It's it's interesting on experiencing like the amateurs the day before, and then seeing the pros the day after on just the the level of preparation, the mindset, like the margin for I don't want to say error, but the margin of difference is so finite at the pro level. Um, that it's, yeah, like you just kind of said, you, you kind of have to think about every small detail because if you're not, someone else yeah. is, and it's just a really competitive um, atmosphere. Yeah. It's, uh, man, that's, uh, that, that's, that is, that is really interesting for, for you. What, like, when did you know that you can compete at a pro level? When did, when did you know that like, you wanted to take that chance? Like, is there, a, is there a defining moment where you're like, Oh, Hey, maybe this is what I want to do. Yeah. Well, when, uh, at 20, 21 years old, um, for the NGA Mr. Universe, I actually had an accident, uh, with my head. I injured my head like, uh, six weeks out of the competition. And I was like really lean and everything. And, uh, long story short, like I was going, like I do DoorDash as like a, you know, a side hustle. Uh, like, so I was, I, I had the wrong mindset too. I was a fool back then just going for the money, working for the money, like an idiot. Um, and I was, it was a rainy day. I had my slippers on, uh, and I was rushing to do a DoorDash order. <laughs> Like it's so it's not important at all. Like why, why did you do it, Alec? So I fell and slipped on my elbow and I gushed it and there was blood coming out. And instead of just like breathing and covering it up, like, you know, I just rushed and kind of panicked and went up to the kitchen countertop and told my mom what happened, my sister. And then I blacked out. I fell uh, on my knees and then like, and then I kind of like just, I, I was kind of straight, like, like this, my head hit the, the, the concrete floor, right. um, on the tile. And I, a lot of blood was coming out and it was, it was really scary. And, uh, fortunately I didn't have to go to the hospital. Uh, the fire station is like one minute away from here, actually 30 seconds. They can drive here and they're here. So we called them and they said, like, you know, he should probably go to the hospital, but, uh, my dad is always a, he, I don't know. He's always against the hospital, like the hospital, like the, the, you know, the emergency, you know, fee is, is a lot of money for the, for them to just pick you up and take you to the hospitals is a lot. So we didn't want to pay for that bill. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I, it's actually right here, this couch right here, I was sitting and I, I was just, uh, like, what is going on? I'm like, what did I do? And, uh, yeah, I, I lost myself a lot, but I, fortunately, um, I had really bad vertigo. I think I got a, a minor concussion from that or kind of bad concussion. And I healed from it for a week and a half. I had like vertigo, really bad vertigo. Like everything was spinning. Like I, I kind of felt really sick, but for that time being, um, I was eating a lot of food like so that I can recover quickly as much as possible. And, um, it wasn't the smartest cause, uh, like I, I kind of messed up with my lines and everything. My, I got fat back on my, my physique, but, uh, then I think I was five or four weeks out, five and a half, four and a half weeks out, I think. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I managed to get back to the weight that I was before being shredded and everything. And, 
I wanted to bring the most conditioned package ever, and I and I brought it. I, I was I had I had striations in my glutes, and I and I went to the lowest weigh at 165 pounds. This was in November. I was 165 pounds, um, uh, the lowest when I uh, for peak week uh, when I was you know doing uh, carb depletion like no carbs for three days, and. It, it was probably not the best decision to, to do. Uh, cause at that point I should be filling out. Um, but, uh, then I filled out and I was like, I think 170 pounds on stage. And, um, and I, I didn't pack too much size, but I, I had really good conditioning lines and decent posing. Um, and I, this was my pro debut uh for mr universe mm -hmm. and i went up against uh, a few guys for the pro men's bodybuilding class and i winded up winning first place like this was my it was my goal like this is my last show at 21 years old and i like i want to do this you know i want to be i want to be the best <laughs> and i mean i was i was pretty downsized because of the injury and everything um but uh but I, I was the most conditioned. So I was really proud of that. I'm really happy. And I, I won. And after that moment, I'm like, like, I can really do this. Like, I, I think I can make a career one day if I just keep going, like, you know, and um, actually, sorry, that wasn't my last show. I actually did another show. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but I also won um, my first pro classic physique show as well. So um, that was an awesome achievement. Um, I think it was in 2023 that I did that in January before I turned 22. Um, and that was nice. Um, and it's crazy that I already, I compete at 180 on stage now, like 10 pounds. I'm like, where did this come from? Like 10 pounds of muscle are you talking about? And it kind of looks like it is 10 pounds of muscle because I'm still shredded. Like I have like, you know, deep, I have decent cuts, deep cuts in my, in my abs and everything. My obliques show veins are everywhere. And this is just half a year. It's like I gained 10 pounds of muscle. Um, and that's crazy. I'm 185 right now. Um, when I woke up, I was 184. Uh, by the time I go to bed, it's close to 190. And it's just crazy that I'm, you know, after six months, like I've gained all this muscle. I, I've trained really hard. And I feel like because of the injury and the heart palpitations, that's what was bringing me back from putting on more tissue and, and, you know, exercising really good, you know, pushing harder. I couldn't do that because of, you know, those injuries uh, because of the heart and everything. But now that's all gone, restored, I'm good. And I think that's why I've been able to pack so much muscle because uh, I'm not dealing with those health issues um, anymore. And um, I'm, it, it made me a wiser person now. And, and it's insane. I, I competed at Florida state pro. I was top three in my pro debut for, for that show. I was the, the winner. Uh, I was the Mr. Florida for bodybuilding and, and classic. Um, so that was just pretty crazy that I had that experience. And at that show, like I had some kind of, uh, at Florida State, I had some kind of real bad, like uh, bloated, bloatiness, like digestion. Uh, I had really bad diarrhea. I don't know what it was. It must've been something I, I ate that my body wasn't used to. Um, so I, I felt like I had a lot of gas in my, in my core, but I still, you know, pulled it off and I uh, was top three. Um, but uh, yeah, now um, I, I competed, you know, at already three shows this year. So my goal this year is to compete every month and try to get eight shows, do eight shows. And just Jeez. my goal is to just do the impossible, just grow into every show that I do. Because uh, I've been lean for a year now and I've been shredded for like half a year now. Mm -hmm. So like my body adapted and got used to it and I feel healthy um and like it's just uh amazing this kind of progress i did um without a coach and everything because i'm just i'm so fortunate that i have all this time that i can uh 
just dedicate my my time to bodybuilding and fitness <clears throat> but i want to do more with it i want to do personal training it's something now i need to focus on working and fortunately uh my friend is giving me uh an opportunity to work with his uh personal training business um instead of working at commercial gyms you know like earning the minimum wage i'm gonna uh be able to earn um a good amount of money and um i have to drive there too it's kind of kind of far inconvenient so it's gonna it's gonna be worth my time because uh um working with christian um his company is called cs sports and fitness um yeah like people there um they value your, your time your experience your skills so they, they're paying you for for um for the experience you deliver for them you know you're not getting underpaid so um it, it's i i waited and i i've been patient for this opportunity um so i'm, I'm grateful for that because like i i love competing but i want to really help people too i want to help people i want to get ready um people for shows and everything but I feel like I've been um, pretty lost. Like, I'm like, where do I go from here? Like, I've always uh, been uh, like a lost person, but um, I'm finding my way now. Um, yeah. Every day I'm working on myself, on my routine, and just stepping out of being a lazy person. Like, I don't want to be this lazy bodybuilder anymore. If I want to be the best at this, then I have to get out of my comfort zone and, like, put in work. And um, I'm back in school as well. I dropped out a few times in in uh, college because I just felt like it wasn't my thing. Um, but I'll see where it goes. I'm about to finish my associates, but I don't know if, if I will finish it. We'll see how things go. Um, I really do want to finish it, but I'm horrible at exams and everything. Um, I just think I need to just study harder and have a good uh, learning method because I've always been bad at academics. Yeah. And I think it's because... I've been so distracted with bodybuilding and fitness um, when I was younger. Like I just, I had, I've, I think I was diagnosed with ADHD and everything. Um, but um, I think I'm better now with that. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm about to say, I, can't, I, you know, I don't really consider it to be a distraction. You just found something you loved at a really early age and, and who, who can, who is anyone to tell anybody to not pursue something that they're passionate about? You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, yeah. No, that's not a bad thing. So, all right. Well, it sounds like, yeah, it, it sounds like you, you have, like, you know, you're in the right mindset about things, especially because like you said, Hey, I don't know where I'm at, but it's what I just love that you kind of highlighted is that you are comfortable being uncomfortable is what I just kind of gathered through all of that. And, and the fact that you kind of, you just said, yeah, I'm kind of lost right now, but you said it very convictingly and very confidently. And where, yeah. like, you know, cause I've seen a lot of, I mean, me, myself included, I've had that moment where, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, ah, mindset. So the <laughs> fact that you can take yourself out of it, just kind of what you said, kind of look, look at it from a third person perspective. Like, all right, well, I don't know where this is at, yeah. but I've been in this situation before where I know it's going to work. And um, I'm really, really proud yeah. of that, Alec. Um, is there are any any social media handles, anything, anyone that everybody and then also that that uh, what was that company again? You said your mom makes that. What was that thing dot com? Yeah. Bold bodybuilding. Bold bodybuilding. Uh, there's an Instagram as well. Yeah. If you just follow my page and click the link tree link in my profile, then uh, you'll find it. But I don't know if they can really see that. Oh, yeah. I like there. That. There you go. Handmade soap. Oh, I don't know if they can see that. Oh, I can see that. No drip formula, natural body butter. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, see that? Pose and glow. Yeah. Yes, oh, exactly. Oh, man. That's going to that's gonna be by the... Uh, no, nah, never mind. I'm not going to say it. Anyways. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, huh. Alec, is there uh, anything else that you want to add, man, before we get out of here? Yeah, like thanks for having me and um, having me on this podcast. I'm really pr privileged to to be here, and um, I'm grateful that uh, that you're taking the time to speak to me and get getting to know me. And um, I would love to get to know you more as well, ask you questions and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, on Instagram. 
um, because like I just because I'm that person that like I don't really like to have the spotlight like I'm like you know it's my birthday but I'm like I just I don't want it to be all about me you know I want it to be about other people and I I just uh, yeah I'm just really happy that uh, we got to talk about this and that I, I think uh, just follow your dreams and just have a good heart have a good mind and you're gonna be okay just keep uh, keep trusting keep trusting uh, God. Yeah, 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 and amen to that. All right, Alex, stay on here for a little bit after I'd end. Mm. Uh, but for everybody else, thank you for joining us. Thank you guys. Uh, hope you have a great day whenever you listen to this. And until next time, guys, deuce. Thank you. Bye. All right. Anyways. All